Hello, hello, y'all. Hey, it's me, Robin. And before we get into today's episode, I'm here to let you know that the club is open right now for new members. I'm going to take a couple minutes to fill you in on all that the club is offering right now. So if you know for sure you're not interested in joining the club, you're just going to want to hit the forward button a few times until you hear that baffling behavior show jingle. Okay, so the club is a virtual community for families of kids with vulnerable nervous systems and big baffling behaviors. Many families in the club are parenting kids with a history of complex trauma, but definitely not all. Some are parenting kids with vulnerabilities that emerge from their neurotype or their sensory system or their giftedness or their neuroimmune disorder. And of course, some have no idea why their child's nervous system is so vulnerable. The primary purpose of the club and why I've created it the way that I have is connection and co-regulation. Because when I reflect back on my time as a therapist, it wasn't the skills and strategies and tools and techniques I taught parents that mattered the most. What mattered most was how connection and co-regulation strengthened their owl brain so that they could stay more regulated in the face of the chaos in their home. Then they could, number one, actually use the tools, and number two, start to feel a little bit better even before the tools started to work. The club can be accessed online both through your browser on your computer and through an app. And it's open, of course, 24-7. There's a very active forum, a huge video library, and multiple live events every month. Sometimes I teach a masterclass on a specific topic. Sometimes we come together for group coaching or just to ask questions and pick, pick my brain. We have two sessions every month called Connect and Co-Regulates, and those are designed to offer exactly that. There's no teaching, no coaching, just a place for you to be seen and heard by people who get it. Currently, we are also offering once a month bonus sessions for siblings of dysregulated kids. The club is intended to be kind of like a buffet. There is a ton in it, not because you're supposed to do everything in the club. You take what you need when you need it and come back when you're ready for more. If you could use a little extra support, consider joining us. You can read all about all the details over at robingobel.com slash the club. I'll put a link in the show notes And we're open today until the end of the day, Friday, May 3rd. All right, y'all, here's that episode you're waiting for. Hey, everybody, again, it's me, Robin Goebel, and I'm sharing one more conversation with a club member again today. Thanks for showing up and tuning in to the Parenting After Trauma podcast for these extra episodes. The first one, the first time I interviewed a club member, that interview aired last Sunday. So if you missed it and you want to go back, you can easily check it out. The club member you get to meet today is someone I've watched really 
connect with the idea of self-compassion. Watching her shift in such a short amount of time since I've known her, and I've only known her online through teaching an online course and then the club, but watching her shift and uh, towards more and more and more self-compassion and then to see what that has meant for her, it's been super rewarding. It's really, really cool to, to like just take a step back and think about all the really awesome transformations that I get to be a part of, even though I'm not a therapist anymore. So thank you. Thank you to everyone listening for being a part of a community that makes it safe enough for this mom to show up and share her truth on this podcast episode. And of course, thank you to the mom who did show up and share her truth on this podcast episode. I hope that this mom's connection to compassion for herself invites you to consider that it's possible for you too. You deserve it. And if your system isn't quite ready for self-compassion yet, that's okay too. You can keep coming here for compassion and keep tiptoeing toward self-compassion. It's so smart to tiptoe in. And this mom and I talk specifically about tiptoeing towards something really hard. I, I can't wait for you to hear this whole interview. So let's just go. Thank you so much for being willing to join me here today. Take some time out of your busy day. Also, to be honest with you, I'm like, Ooh, this is fun. These one-on-one um, sessions with people has been really quite rewarding to me, but I'm just really grateful for your willingness to be here today to chat with me. And you know, for everybody listening who is maybe on the cusp of being like, oh, I don't know if this is something I want to do or risk it or, or not. I just, I'm really grateful for your time. So thank you. Yeah, of course. I would love to just start with this big, huge, open-ended question of tell us about what your experience has been in the club. And if that means starting with, you know, how you and I even got connected or why you joined the club, what it's I mean, you can start with what wherever you want. So I we talked about this earlier. I think I joined in late spring or early summer. I think that the first thing I did was I started the class, the yes. neurobiology of toxic shame class. Yes. I remember because that. I feel like, um, shame is a big hindrance for me when it comes to connecting yeah. with just in marriage and even with my kids. And so yeah. I was like, well, I've never heard of toxic shame. I knew like shame is a problem for me specifically. Um, it really, I think holds me back, yeah. but uh, anyway, I just, I, I joined the class and, mm-hmm. um, I really felt like I'm trying to remember how I felt towards the end of it. I, I think I just remember thinking like, everybody needs to take this class. <laughs> <laughs> um, and so I, I want to say that it took me a little bit before I really jumped into the club because, but I was, but I started listening to tell me again, what our what our, like the general community podcast is called. I can't remember. Yeah. That the parenting after trauma podcast. Yeah. Yeah. And I felt, I mean, I do remember I was driving to like a bunco, I think, or something. I remember driving in the rain, listening to one of your podcasts. And I was like, "Ah, I just feel so like not alone. Um, I don't even remember what I was listening to from that podcast, but it was so, I think it, it was like a breath of fresh air. It made me kind of feel like 
I need to give myself some compassion. Yeah. I feel like I work, I work really hard to, to change myself. I want my parenting to be different than how I was raised. And I want my family to look different than what (laughs) I came from a pretty dysfunctional background. And so, but I think I needed to, I think I needed to, to, to hear Mm-hmm. Like, just take a breath. It's okay. You're trying really hard. And so are a lot of other parents. And these things, I don't know. I just, the things that you explained in the podcast really helped me too. They just, I don't know. You said something about the club and I was like, well, if this podcast is so good, makes me feel so good. I should probably <laughs> join the club. Let's just see. So I really did go into it with just maybe planning on to try it for a month. Yeah. And, and I did everything. I was like, I will hit all the things that month just to, you know, make sure I experienced it. And then I just yep. haven't stopped because yeah. I mean, I wrote, I was writing down some things like, what do I really yeah. value about the club? Yeah. Because I mean, when we do our connecting co-regulates, I do definitely feel less alone. Um, and I just think there's, I mean, we homeschool, so sometimes (laughs) it's a little isolating already, Yeah. but also I think, I think this is my personal opinion, but I think a lot of people, I don't think any of us really want to show other people that our brokenness or that we are broken and don't have it all together. Right. Um, and so I think I just, I don't need to hear everybody else's brokenness to feel good about myself, but I do think it's nice to have, what is it called that Kristen Neff calls it common humanity. Yeah. The shared humanity. Yes. Yeah. Just none of us, all of us are, um, struggling somehow, you know, and, um, it just, all of us have hard moments. And so I think that's what I, I think I gained that through the club, honestly. And then I was just thinking about just like the master classes and our practices mm-hmm. and stuff like that. I feel like I've, I'm not really sure if I joined for me or if I joined <laughs> like for my growth or if I joined for like my parenting. I feel like I've gotten more out of it for like, my, I mean, I think that's the goal, right? <laughs> like changing ourselves. <laughs> Well, they're so intertwined. They're so intertwined. But some people's at the forefront of their mind certainly is more, I need this for myself versus I need it for my parenting. But they're almost impossible to like, yeah. So intermingled. Yes. Um, Yeah, I think, and excuse me. I mean, and just while I'm mentioning it, I was like, yeah, what, what are the things that I really feel like I've gleaned that have been mm, freeing would probably mm-hmm. be a good word mm-hmm. for me. Because yeah. I didn't really used to think I was a perfectionist, but I can see like, I definitely grew up in this environment that I carry with me now where you needed to be perfect to stay safe, or you just needed yes. to not mess up. Maybe yeah. like, it's not perfection. It's like, manifest as perfectionism, but it's more just this idea that like, anytime you mess up is very unsafe. Yes. So I think even how we phrase, how you phrase things and we phrase things about things not being necessarily positive or negative, but they just are. I just feel like that gives me so much more. 
uh, relief and mm-hmm. freedom. I don't know. My body just like really craves. Um, <laughs> I don't know how to explain it. It really craves uh, needing to be given a break. I don't know. If that yes. It makes, well, it makes perfect sense to me. Like I really am intimately aware of that. Like I just sometimes feel like I need a, a rest mm-hmm. from having to have almost like executed in such a manner constantly, yeah. um, yeah. which is exhausting. Yes. Yeah. Yes. And only in this last, I would even say like year, I mean, I've been, I've been in therapy for maybe like seven years, but mm-hmm. I would say only in the last like year or year and a half, have I even noticed like, Oh my, I, yeah, yeah. my body's wound really tight yeah. or, um, I, I think a lot of us carry stress in our shoulders and stress in our hips, but I just didn't know how to really, I mean, uh, only until like the last month or two, since we've been talking about sensations, mm-hmm. I've been able to be like, in my own therapy sessions, I'm like, Oh, I hold my breath a lot. Like, (laughs) or my husband will say my shoulders are tight. And I'm like, well, I don't know why that is. (laughs) (laughs) I like feel my shoulders now. And I'm like, "Hmm, those feel really tight. Or whenever I do get upset. I mean, I think everybody gets upset about stuff. I'll parents do. And so when I do get upset about stuff, um, trying to tap in more to like what sensations I'm feeling because Mm -hmm. we've talked too. we've mentioned this about how, uh, how you learn to shut off your sensations and even your feelings too, I think. And I didn't know I was so good at shutting off all those things until we talked about how, I don't know, it's for me, I think it's just a, um, probably a, probably in the past being purpose, like purposely turning off the sensations maybe, or like mm-hmm. in the brain. Mm-hmm. So trying to just, I think our master classes and some of our, like put it into practice classes have really helped me to, <clears throat> um, I think they provide a safety for me to, uh, to practice, like getting in touch with my own sensations And obviously, you know, the more we do it for ourselves, that's how we provide it for our children. So I did a breathwork class or not a class. I did a a breathwork kind of like, it was like an hour and a half, supposed to be a Mm -hmm. mini session. It's an Mm -hmm. hour and a half. That's a long time. (laughs) But (laughs) I only did it for about 30 minutes. Um, But it was literally just, it was last night. It was, I know this is not part of the club, but I was going to share. It was just breathing. All it was was breathing. And she told like during our breathwork session, like, you're safe. It was just like a free mini session, but you're safe. Yeah. Your, your body knows what to do. And I feel like that kind of <clears throat> aligns with a lot of the stuff that I've been learning since I've joined the club. Like our bodies do these things for a reason, the way we act in our parenting or for me in marriage or yeah. just in relationships, yeah. uh, you know, like coming to see your body as like working for you and a, a good a good yeah. body, you know, Yes, it's done a lot of things for me. I've really, I've been a, I feel fortunate yeah. to be able to practice telling myself that I'm really proud of myself for all the yeah. things I did when I was little to survive. 
all the things I did when I was little to stay safe. And I, I do those things now still. And, um, and that's okay. It's okay to learn about those things. Mm -hmm. It's okay. Uh, I can feel myself. I'm kind of like jittery. That's one thing I've been working on. Like notice your sensations. Like I said, so I'm a little jittery. Um, I think just, yeah. Telling myself that these things aren't like broken parts of me. They're actually things that my body did to help me when I was younger, when I didn't, I, I didn't even know I was doing them. I just, I, I just learned to survive. I learned to stay safe. I learned to comfort myself when nobody else could. And so it's okay now to see those things and to see them in my kids Mm -hmm. and to see, I mean, I feel like that's kind of the phase I'm in right now. I'm like, okay, what do we do next? Right now I'm just (laughs) noticing most of the stuff, you know? Yeah. Uh, Cause I don't know. I feel like, I don't know. Maybe just noticing it is how you, I don't know how you get to how you get to change. I'm not sure. <laughs> well, it's not non-negotiable piece of it for sure. And and in some ways I think it's the hardest because we have spent and I say we like this global we. I mean, I guess I could just say myself like we have spent so much time not noticing for just and I like what you're saying is like so amazing like the that you're able to feel that, that your body and brain and nervous system has done all these amazing things for you. Mm -hmm. Right. And that the sweet spot of saying like, yes, it's all been in service of me. And also it's not without some consequences. (laughs) Like it's, it's also bringing about some challenges in my life. And again, no, no, no. I'm mostly just speaking from experience here, but when I know in my life, when I could bring those two pieces together, and I know I've shared so much with you on the club, like some of what you're saying is ex- like, that's my experience as well. Like I was like, wait, there's sensations. I mean, like, what, what are you talking about? People feel things in their bodies. This is confusing to me. I don't even know what you're saying. And I, I actually remember very clearly the day I said to my own therapist, like, I believe you that I'm exhausted. (laughs) Like it makes sense to me from a cognitive standpoint. And because I know a lot, like I am a therapist, like I believe you that the way I am in the world is exhausting. (laughs) I don't feel that at all. (laughs) And then yeah. And then we're eventually the sa- as safety grew and grew and grew, starting to feel it like, oh, there's that exhaustion. But you can only feel it for so long or it, like it will just totally pull you over. And well, at least it would have for me, like incapacitated me. And I don't just have time for that. Right. Mm-hmm. So there's, there's this way we just touch in and keep growing that safety. And there was a point for me when I, you know, when I closed my one-on-one practice and just, and had this kind of like internal reckoning of like, what do I do next? And there was a thought of like, surely there's aspects of this that we can do in a way that's more accessible to people. Like some of these ways that have been, have like, have so profoundly shifted me and I've watched profoundly shift other, 
other people as well. Like there's got to be a way to create this in a way that's more accessible to people. Um, and also meeting people exactly where they are, um, in so many different, so many different kinds of ways. Mm -hmm. Um, and so I think what I'm hearing you say is like, yeah, for the most part, that's been part of what the club has been able to offer into your life. I wanted to pause the episode real quick and read you this testimonial from one club member. This person writes in, the club has been life-changing for me. For me, feeling alone in the stress and the overwhelm of parenting a child with complex trauma has been traumatic. Here in the club, we are finding healing for ourselves by feeling seen and heard and validated, even though we may have come here for our children's healing. Oh, y'all, that is exactly what I'm trying to do in the club, to create a space that's for you that also brings healing to your kids. So the club's open for new members until April 28th. We'd love to have you. RobinGobel.com slash the club. All right, let's get back to the episode. Yeah, really, especially since COVID, but just like everybody knows how to use the internet now to connect with other people and you can go anywhere and work from anywhere. And I just, there definitely have been times when probably about five or six years ago, we were definitely like parenting wise. I mean, I became like an Insta parent over Mm -hmm. like literally within the time span of a month. Um, I didn't go through a long, I don't know how much I should share or not, but I don't, I didn't go through a long adoption process or anything. And so yeah. like within the time span of a month, I became a parent and oh, kind of makes me tear up. Um, I had no idea what I was yeah. doing. I don't, you know, think anybody would have really, right, unless course, you're like, you didn't. Maybe, yeah. yeah, like maybe in a daycare setting, but even then it's different. Yeah. Like coming, being in daycare, you know, like taking care of little kids versus taking care of your own. And So there were a lot of years whenever I was, I felt really helpless and, um, I just, I don't know. I look back on it now and I'm like, well, yeah, I tried my very best, but (laughs) But it was really, uh, uh, I probably, I probably had some depression at certain points. Mm -hmm. And so anyway, probably it was like five or six years ago when we finally like sought out professional help mm-hmm. for, for our whole family, just because I, we were just like so hopeless. And yeah, I think the club has been invaluable just to be able to have another avenue to practice things like to implement more things that you can practice here yeah. at home or just, I mean, I know my kids are not involved in the club, but it just, I feel like I've heard a lot of things that I just have never heard before. You know, our manifesto talks about just like regulate. I was, I had my husband print it, like regulated, <laughs> connected kids, feel safe and behave well. And I'm like, that's true about adults too. I, mean, I know, right? That's <laughs> the next line. <laughs> yeah. The next one is about ourselves and how we do the same. 
Yeah. And I just, um, I really needed more support. I didn't know that I needed more support until I joined the club. And then I was like, yeah, this is, uh, it feels a little bit like a missing piece, partially because the, I have, I have the time to be able, if I'm in the car, um, to listen to our master classes. And mm-hmm. I just feel like, even if I'm not allowed, I know this is going to sound crazy, but well, actually you won't think it's crazy, but <laughs> I feel like the information that I've gotten, I'm like, Oh, I need to put this into practice. And then I'm like, it's okay. It will come. You oh, know, that's so much. <laughs> I love oh that God, shift you know of like, oh, I have to do this. Like, and then immediately into like, and it's okay. If I don't like, it will come. I love that. <laughs> yeah. And I think there's a component. I think you <clears throat> had already kind of mentioned like making it more accessible to people. Like, I think yeah. that's also what brings about a certain kind of regulation. Yes. Like being connected to other people. There have been a couple of times when I've written in our group and I've said, this is really what's going on with my parenting and, and how my child is behaving in the most best, most privacy way I can explain it. And like, what do I do? And I felt it's, I, I personally feel like that's invaluable to have other people that either are more seasoned or just doing the same thing. And you know, you've responded some, you've responded actually, yeah, to my posts. And I'm like, okay, yes, I can look at it from this angle instead of the angle that I was already looking at it from, because this other angle is a different person that is seeing it from an outside point of view and can kind of say like, well, your child's nervous system might be doing this or your nervous, nervous system might be doing this or have you considered this and this and this? So generally when I, when I have, I, I generally, when I have posted, it's been directly for advice. Yeah. Um, yeah. And I haven't valued that <laughs> because sometimes I'm really clueless. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, well, I know I don't want to do it this way. I know that this situation is making me feel real upset and I don't want to behave that I don't want to be yeah. a parent this way. Yeah. Uh, but I don't know what a better parenting style would be. <laughs> Well, that, I mean, you're just describing perfectly what happens when our, when our brains get really dysregulated, right? Like, I mean, even having the thought of, I know I don't want to do it this way is indicating like uh, some uh, regulation, like the, the ability to take any kind of pause is amazing. Um, but we can't use our thinking brains. We just cannot use our thinking brains. And so there's such a, there's such a sweet spot in somewhat just knowing, you know, when people come to the forum and they're, you know, truly like sometimes really freaking out about what's going on and and justifiably. So, so much of what people really need is just to be seen and heard and a space to like not be judged and that level of co-regulation then like calms our brains down and brings our own thinking brains back online. And then we're like, okay, I can do this. Or, okay, I can do this, but I actually still have no idea what to do. And so that that's where like practical, you know, tools and tips and tricks are super useful. Um, yeah. yeah, I think there's a time and a place, time and a place for both. And I agree, like that was one of my main um, 
hopes for, I mean, like it, it really just intentions was a space that was always available because, um, you know, when we're scheduling appointments or even support groups or even like lunch dates with friends, you know, they're at specific times on the calendars and that's not necessarily exactly when <laughs> we need like that dose of, you know, being really seen and known and, and co-regulated. And so that was really my hope that's like, we would create this forum that like, even if it is the middle of the night and nobody is responding instantly, just the touch point, right? Just the, like, this is the space. This is the place where I can leave this here and not worry about being judged. Or maybe I am worried about being judged, but as soon as somebody responds, I can take that breath and remember like nobody's here judging me and we're holding each other to pretty high standards. And I think it's pretty remarkable that we can do that. We can do both. Yeah. Yeah, Yeah, I agree. Well, it has been truly such a, just a total pleasure and delight to get to know you over the last, what is it's been like, you know, a year and a half, probably at this point, since we took that, you took that class with me. I have very clear memories of, of teaching that class and you being in the class (laughs) and, and knowing, or at least it feeling as though this idea that we can be compassionate towards ourselves because we deserve it because there's nothing wrong with us. And also we can still you know, hold ourselves to the expectation of like, and we can do something different in life. Like all of yes. those things can be true. And, mm-hmm. and, you know, being watching you really take that in and really make it a part of your, like being in the world has been really remarkable. It's been really wonderful to watch that bring just a little bit more ease to your life. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it really has. Excuse me. Yeah, it has. And I mean, like we already mentioned, and that creates more space for you to be able to do that for your kids. Exactly. (laughs) Exactly. Like, I don't think I really knew that sometimes uh, I'll say things or my husband will say things and I'm like, wow, yeah, I don't want my kids to think that when they're adults. (laughs) Yes. Uh, let's not um pass that down to them (laughs) so I really think yeah uh I really do think yeah like viewing yourself in a more I would say holistic way you know yeah just and viewing that I just we behave I do think we behave sometimes in ways like that are really I mean I do think they're fascinating at, at times but um I think I, I've done some destructive things, you sure, know, like sure. relationally destructive. Yes, yes. And then I'm like, yeah, why am I doing that? Yeah. <laughs> uh, but like you said, like, I think embracing, yeah. Embracing just, it's sort of like tiptoeing, right? Like a pool, like yep, we have yep. a zero entry pool with one yep. of those little mushroom things, you know? Yep. And so before my kids can swim, they're, you know, going into the zero entry part and swimming in there. And I think sometimes for me, allowing, um, hmm, how would I describe it? Allowing myself the freedom to, to be able to tiptoe. You know, Mm -hmm. like, Mm -hmm. I just think my standards for myself for so long have been, 
I should be able to swim. I should be able to swim. You know, why aren't you swimming? (laughs) That doesn't help anybody learn how to swim. It sure doesn't. (laughs) I just, (laughs) my daughter just learned how to swim uh, this previous summer. I'm like, nope, that's not going to work. Nope. (laughs) Just like, (laughs) get swimming. Come on. Exactly. I know when you put it like that, it's like, oh, this feels so obvious. But at the same time, it isn't obvious in the moment. And for so, so, so many reasons, our history, our culture, so many things. But when I think, when I seriously imagine like this little tiptoe and it's like, what a revolutionary way to be with somebody to be like, that is so smart of you to tiptoe. So smart of you to like dip your toe in, see what it's like, pull yourself back out and then go, okay, I'll try that again. Or like, no, that was too cold. I'm going to wait until, you know, or whatever happens. But like, Watch the knowing of self. Yes. As opposed to, I should be able to swim, even though I've never seen water before ever in my life. Yeah. <laughs> right. That's true. Yeah. 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 And so to, to notice that about yourself and then to notice that about our kids. Um, yeah. It, it yeah. sometimes, not all the time. Nobody's <laughs> asking for perfection in any way, shape or form. Right. But maybe just a little bit more than, than we used to. And I think for so many of us, a little bit more than what we had when we were kids so that our kids have just a little bit more. And then their kids have a little bit more. I think about that as like, well, you know, my kid's kid is going to have a different experience in the world. Mm -hmm. And that's, that matters. That matters to me. So. Yeah. You actually said, I mean, I, I, there's something about, I, I, you know, I know I pay to be in the club, but you know, I'm paying for your expertise. And so mm-hmm. I appreciate that. I hear things that help me in my parenting journey. Like you've said twice, <laughs> cause I'm like, oh yeah, that's good. Um, <laughs> just about like generational trauma. Oh yeah. <laughs> like yeah. Some of us are doing multiple generations of trauma or healing from trauma. And I'm yeah. like, oh yeah. Like, I don't know anything about my grandparents, but I know enough about my parents and I know about enough about my upbringing to know yeah. I've got like double, if not <laughs> Triple. Years and years, yeah, decades yeah, of, decade. uh, you know, like yeah. trauma that we're, yeah. you know, epigenetics and all this stuff trying to change. And, yeah. um, I appreciate that I get, I've found value in, you know, like the education that you have, I just, I found, find value from that. Yeah. Um, so, I mean, I'm a learner. I'm like, tell me all the things, but I do kind of wish all my friends, I, <laughs> I'm like, um, oh shoot. I'll just share this with, you know, this friend or yeah. that friend. But I'm like, yeah. darn, you're not in the club. So you can't, <laughs> you can't listen to it. Yeah. So, um, but I did want to ask you, you talked about, I think you mentioned that mm-hmm. it's going to be e- expanding more to, um, encompass mm, like families that even have kids, they would classify as like neurodivergent. Uh-huh. Um, can you, mention say anything about that yeah I definitely can I feel like a lot of what we already do is completely applicable to all parents yeah but I when I talk to my friends about it I'm like this is a little bit like it's an adoption group that I'm in Mm -hmm. but all of my friends I feel like could benefit all all parents could you know yeah benefit from being connected to other people 
I completely agree. There's a, first of all, it's, it's already happening in that, you know, I've, the, the vast majority of my audience knows about me and is connected to me because of like adoption has touched their life in some way. Um, so that is, you know, a huge portion of the club is adoptive parents, but it's not a hundred percent by any means. Um, there's a lot of people, um, in the club who either like don't identify as adoptive parents or maybe don't even identify as a parent of a kid with a history of trauma, but just has a kid who's like really dysregulated, um, for, for all sorts of reasons. Um, so this question that you're asking is something I think about in how I'm intentionally like trying to reach new people who I know would benefit so much from the information for my podcast. It's actually, you wouldn't believe how many people email me and ask me to change the name of my podcast because oh, really? they, yes, it's quite remarkable. Yes. I have had friends. Yeah. Say similar yes. thing. Like they're acting like they have trauma, but they don't, but they don't. You know, it's just a dysregulation thing. Yes. Yeah, exactly. It's just a dysregulation thing. And so it's something I do kind of ponder. I have such a strong desire for, for adoptive parents specifically, or parents of kids with history of trauma to have a unique place that they're like, this is for me. And then other folks would be like, well, yeah, this is for me too. Like I can come in and also really benefit. So mm -hmm. I'm truly still sort of trying to balance because I, that part, I just, that part just is so important to me. Um, yeah. There really aren't very many places in the whole world for, you know, adoptive parents specifically or parents with kids with history of trauma to be like, oh no, this place is for me. I feel uniquely seen and known here even before I get into it. And I'm like, I don't really want to lose that part. Um, yeah. And so while trying to figure out how to not lose that part, while also being really clear, like, oh no, everyone's welcome. Like if you have a kid who has, you know, behaviors are really dysregulated and, or even, you know, I've had a couple of people join because they have histories of trauma and um, very specifically more thinking about themselves as opposed to their kids. Um, and it's, well, yeah, I mean, I just think it's so remarkable when people can see how that all really intertwines. Mm -hmm. Um, and yeah, I'm not an expert in neurodivergence at all. Um, and don't pretend to be, but there are so many ways that it's overlapping. If we are only, if we're just thinking about like, what's happening right now, like what's happening right now is a yeah. nervous system that's wildly dysregulated. Um, and then so how, what do I do about that in a way doesn't vary a ton, you know, because of the why, but understanding the why helps us as grownups get more regulated. I see. So it's this just con kind of constant balance. Yeah. Um, mm -hmm. But yeah. So for anybody listening, like without question, uh, the club is for anybody, anybody who feels like I could benefit from that group of people. There's no, like the only requirements for admission are kind of the, the, the parts of our manifesto, right? Yeah. <laughs> That's the only requirements for admission. Um, and without, yes, I mean, probably 80% is mm -hmm. an adoptive family. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I've never taken a poll, but that would be my guess. Yeah. 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 Well, yeah, and so I, about your friends. Yeah, I know. <laughs> Tell them. <all. laughs> yeah. 
really, just like you said, like you could join for just a month. Yeah. And I do think people know pretty quickly, like, oh, this is a, this is the community for me. Or like, nope, this isn't what I was looking for. Mm-hmm. Um, but I, I think taking that risk, the risk of just trying it out, I, it's super gutsy. It's really vulnerable. Um, so. Yeah. Well, this has been so lovely. Thank you. I'm just so, so grateful for how you responded when I said, would you consider? <laughs> and, oh, like, just, well, Robin will get it. <laughs> yes. I try yes. to be like casual in my responses, but I'm like, well, I don't know. Maybe, maybe, I don't know. It sounds like I might get nervous, but I could try. <laughs> I think it makes a lot of sense to get a little bit nervous and we're just hanging out together. So yeah, both are true. Yeah. Well, and like, like we've said, like I'm learning to accept myself for who I am and how I am. And so I don't see that as a bad thing. So (laughs) it's absolutely not a bad thing. Absolutely not. Thank you. And thank you for that. Like just thank you for being so willing. That's such a vulnerable thing to consider to be just okay with exactly who I am. And I'm going to show up in this way and it's just going to have to be okay. (laughs) Like, it's so brave and so vulnerable. And to get to be a part of that for you, like to, to get to be a part of you dipping your toe into that truth. And of course I'll never meet your kids, but to know what it is, what it must be to have a parent who is taking those kinds of risks is just everything. So thank you. Are you ending this episode with maybe big sigh of relief. Like, yes, finally someone gets me and my kids, but also maybe a sense of like, okay, but now what? All right, y'all, I've got lots of possible now what's. If you want to connect with me directly, like pick my brain, have access to me almost every day, not to mention hundreds of other parents from around the world who totally get what it's like to be you, then you're going to want to join us in the club. We have monthly live events, including groups for siblings of dysregulated kids, a huge video library with something like 80 or 90 videos, plus transcripts and certificates of completion. Plus, of course, a very active forum that I'm participating in every single day. We open for new members periodically. So go check robingobel.com slash the club. If we aren't open now, you can put yourself on the waiting list and I'll let you know the moment we open for new members. That's robingobel.com slash the club. Now, if you're a professional and you want to strengthen your capacity to work with the families of kids with big baffling behaviors and vulnerable nervous systems, plus use all of my materials, including a 12-module course that follows raising kids with big baffling behaviors, plus be included in an online searchable directory so families all over the world could find you then you're looking for Being With, which is my year-long immersive training program that runs January through December. So you'll want to go to robingobel.com slash being with, read all about it. And if you're interested, put yourself on that waiting list too. 
Now, if you just maybe need a little extra connection and co-regulation, but don't feel like you need to join the club, then you can just keep listening to my podcast. Or you could go subscribe to my Start Here podcast, and that'll give you 10 episodes in order that will take you through cultivating a great foundation of parenting with regulation, connection, and felt safety. That's at robingobel.com slash start here. You have to go there. You can't just find it in your podcast app. Or you can get yourself a copy of Raising Kids with Big Baffling Behaviors, paper book, audio book, ebook. You can get that anywhere books are sold. Or you can just head to my website, download one of my very many free resources. I keep them all really easy to access at robingobel.com slash free resources. Webinars, masterclasses, ebooks, infographics, all sorts of stuff. Go check it out. See what of those things could be supportive of you or maybe to the other adults in your life who are helping support you and your child. There are just so many ways that you and I could be more connected and you can get the amount of co-regulation and support that you need. If it feels like a lot to remember, all you have to do is go to robingobel.com and take your time clicking around, seeing what I got there. I am so, so glad you and I are connected now. And I can't wait to be with you again soon in our next episode of The Baffling Behavior Show. Bye-bye, y'all.